Yo fam, today I'm going to talk about the work in action. The work being from Byron Katie, in action meaning a real thing that happened to me last night and how I processed it this morning. So last night, I uh, Sarah and I have a routine where we typically uh, trade off on putting Austin to bed. The bed's bedtime routine we are sometimes have we we have uh challenges with austin staying in his room so it's a long drawn out process it's a lot of work whatever so uh sarah did bed night uh bedtime routine the night before and um and this was uh, last night so you know saturday i spent a lot of time with austin sunday i spent a lot of time with austin uh parenting i.e my job but i was frustrated. I was, um, I didn't feel like I had time to myself, uh, over the weekend. And this is a consistent topic that comes up for, for us in our counseling sessions is I don't feel like I get time alone to myself in my house by myself without people around. So when I was with Austin on Saturday and Sunday, uh, Sarah was solo by herself for hours. So in my mind, this was ruminating that she was getting, she was getting time solo. Uh, I was taking care of Austin fine, but I made up in my mind that since I had given, since I had taken responsibility of Austin for, for hours, blocks on in, that she should put him down to bed. Now, tonight, well, last night, which would be two nights in a row. Now, part of something that I need to work on is I didn't say that outright. What I did was I figured I'd test the water, see if I could say a couple things and get her to go, oh, yeah, like I should probably put him down or whatever to volunteer to put him down. Okay, whatever the case may be. So I came down and I said, hey, I've got Austin in bed uh, in the bath um, and he's about to be ready. So you're on duty and nothing really came out of it. I went upstairs. But in my mind, I go, well, I just told her she's in she's on bedtime duty instead of hey I feel like I've been with Austin most of the day I need to tap out which we've talked about if one of us needs to tap out the other one can step up etc but I didn't I didn't uh, say that I was ruminating on this resentment that somehow I do more with Austin than she does and so this is the insidious nature of resentment and story you know or scorekeeping or whatever so uh, anyway, I go upstairs, I give Austin a bath, I bring him downstairs, and I get in my own shower. And she goes, what the hell's going on? What You know, you're on bedtime duty. And I'm like, I just came down and told you you're up. And we, anyway, we got into a, an argument. Um, it put her in a situation where now she's putting Austin to bed and she's salty about it, which is challenging when you're, we're trying to parent and we're taking our own frustrations out on, on Austin. Um, an onset for me, the guilt of knowing she's probably right. Or, you know, I even thought about stepping back in and taking over, uh, putting Austin to bed cause now she's mad. And so I ended up going upstairs and going to bed. I went to bed at nine 45. I never go to bed at nine 45, which also tells me I was quite tired. Um, but anyways, I woke up this morning. I decided because I haven't done it yet to do, uh, Byron Katie's worksheet called the work 
And so I wrote it out. Uh, what, what was your frustration? So I said I, I was frustrated, angry, mad that I feel like I'm doing more with Austin um, than Sarah. And so the question is, is that true? Yes, it's true that I get angry, frustrated, and mad when I feel like I'm doing more with Austin than Sarah. Second thing, is that, can you know with 100% certainty that that's true? Well, no, because I've never really tracked it. And that also is, I'm not taking into consideration all the stuff that Sarah does that's not with Austin, like paying bills, cleaning, doing stuff around the house, that you know, we kind of have decided that I I would much rather be with Austin than than do that stuff. So I'm also not taking that in consideration. So is that a hundred percent true? No, it's not a hundred percent true. Um, when you believe that thought, in other words, when I believe the thought that I'm doing more than Sarah, how does that make you feel or what happens to you when you feel that way? Well, uh, I get petty. I keep score. Um, I build resentment. I get angry and frustrated. I have arguments with Sarah in my head. Um, with, uh, you know, I spend time convincing myself that I'm justified. Um, and I behave like a child. That's just a couple that I, that I wrote. And then the, the next question, question four is, who would you be if you didn't feel that way? And w- what I would be and how I would feel is calm more, um, more collaborative, uh, more loving, more compassionate, more caring, um, more of a partnership instead of a, uh, instead of a battle between two people that that's kind of where I would be. Now, the next part is the turnaround and the turnaround is kind of like looking in the mirror. This is why I like this because it's so similar to the steps. The turnaround is, uh, Sarah does do her part. The other, uh, another turnaround would be, I don't do my part. Like I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, she's doing more than me. Um, what's the other part that I wrote? I wish I had this down. I forgot to take a picture of my, my writing. Um, I think one of the other things is sometimes feeling like she takes advantage. The truth is, I probably take advantage. Um, what would be another turnaround? Uh, thinking that she falls short, technically I fall short. Um, and then what I basically what that helped me do, number one, is look at my own, write my resentments down, look at my own stuff. Um, see how petty they are when I get them down on paper, which I always talk about why that's why I like journaling so much. And when it comes to sponsorship, it's very important before I go to things with my sponsor that I write about it. So it's actually down on paper so I can talk about what's real, not what, uh, you know, what I'm imagining. And so, uh, so anyway, yeah. So I wrote about, you know, this, work after the fact. And the truth is, is that, you know, I look for situations, um, to take it, look for situations to take advantage of. In other words, if there's stuff that needs to be done around the house, if I can skip out on stuff that needs to be done around the house and Sarah pick up, picks up the slack, I, um, it's not that I like that, but I don't like doing stuff around the house. So I look for, you know, strategies 
in which I can get out of it. But yet what happens is I end up feeling guilt or shame around it because I'm cutting out on work dishonestly instead of having a real conversation. Um, the other part is I spend so much damn time trying to convince myself that I'm right or more, uh, more specifically making her wrong so I can feel justified in my behavior. And what that does is create division between her and I as hus- as a husband and wife team and as parents. Um, but ultimately I went and, you know, uh, made amends to Sarah, told her how I was, I was out of line, but she's still salty from last night. But, um, the truth is, is like, I was tired. Um, sure. I was doing some extra, you know, uh, work, which I chose to do with Austin is to play with him or to take him out or, to, you know, go see friends or whatever. Um, and I guess maybe subconsciously in my mind, I feel like if I take him out and keep him out of the house for hours, you know, at a time and give Sarah some space that I'm going to get some space, but I didn't actually physically talk about that or ask for it. That's something we talked about in our counseling is, you know, prioritizing myself some time by myself. Um, so I don't get so resentful. Well, what that involves is I need to be clear and communicate to Sarah I'm going to need a couple hours on my own um, without you and Austin uh, so I can recharge. What happens is um, I, I just I think she's supposed to know what I'm thinking. And what I also thought about when I was writing is I'm kind of re, I'm kind of acting out what I saw at home. You know, this kind of inability to communicate our needs. And we get into this like, you know, play where I think you know, my mom and dad used to do this. They think they thought the other person should be a mind reader and they don't, wouldn't necessarily know how to communicate their feelings and thoughts. Um, and so they would put it on their spouse and I'm doing the same thing in a childish way, even with all this knowledge of personal development and responsibility and spirituality and all this kind of crap. Um, and I still fall short. One of the book, one of my favorite lines in a book I read is self-knowledge of is nothing, which means all the knowledge in the world, you know, still, um, many times we still don't have the power to act on that. That's why you see what's funny is a lot of therapists and counselors and, and personal development people, um, you know, sometimes their life is in just as much shambles as some of their patients. Um, that's part of the reason why a lot of, a lot of us go into the service industry. Um, it's cause it's the stuff that we need to work on. And that's one thing that when I'm talking to people is I'm kind of just, a you know, in a sense, a worker among workers, I'm talking to people about that, uh, those topics that I need to work on the most in the areas in which I fall short the most. So, um, this morning I, I, and I imagine, uh, later on tonight, I'm gonna have to eat a bit of crow because I know with the, although I am grateful that I went to bed at 945 and woke up, uh, around eight and got a good 10 hours of sleep. But, uh, man, I got some, I got a bit of work to do and it was actually good for me to actually, now that I've been on this Byron Katie, uh, uh, per not purge addiction where I've been consuming as much as of her stuff as I can. It was actually good to see it work, work out to like do the work, write it out, see it and, uh, and utilize it And the way. The reason I think it's part of the steps of those four uh, questions is when she talks about writing out a resent, she didn't call it a resentment, but writing out a feeling or a situation that's like step four. 
how petty can we get, right? Be as petty as possible. Be as childish as possible so we get the truth of what we're thinking about our resentments at people and family and work and all this kind of stuff, which is step four. Step five is usually it's sharing with someone your step four. Um, I actually like having someone uh, doing the work with someone, you know, bouncing it off of, of another person. I don't like necessarily doing it solo, but, you know, getting the opportunity to bounce it off of someone um, after the steps or having someone ask you those four questions. Uh, step six and seven is like the turnaround. So when she says the turnaround, let's let's look at our side of it. It's like step six, six and seven, five, six and seven for that matter, about what's our part of it, you know. Um, and then steps, uh, eight and nine is making an amends, correcting wrong, changing a behavior. Um, and then the, the maintenance steps, 10, 11, 12 is trying to do this work early. So you're making amends promptly and not letting things build up. And so if I use these questions and use these strategies to do it on a consistent basis, you know, I'm not carrying the emotional resentments around with me. Therefore I can, have a better shot at being the husband that I desire to be or the one that I want to be in my mind and the father that I want to be. Um, so anyway, there's some real talk work, some real life experiences and uh, a perfect example of uh, why I don't know as much as I think I know. And, uh, uh, you know, we all eat crow <laughs> at some given given point uh, in our day to day interactions with family, with spouses and, and at work. Um, so anyway, I hope that helps. If you find this beneficial, drop your boy a comment. If you if you know someone that might need to hear this, share it with them. Uh, share it with them on, on Facebook or, or Instagram or Twitter, wherever you're hearing this, or drop it to them in a text. If you have any questions, uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Anchor, you can actually leave me a, leave me a voicemail, and I might be able to play it on the podcast. Um, you can always drop me an email, k.preston.more at gmail.com, k.preston.more at gmail.com, and love you guys. Gia. Yeah.